I mean, when you're a technical writer, you write for users and you need to understand what the user knows already, what the user doesn't know, what the user expects to see, um, and also a lot of learning techniques, you know, how best to present the information and present it for different kinds of learners. You have visual learners and you have learners that need to hear something or need to read text and not see pictures. So it's really always thinking about the user and, and that's psychology in essence. Welcome to the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast, where Gowri Ram Kumar of Document 360 finds the best SaaS self-service knowledge bases in the world and then interviews their creators. Let's get started with today's episode. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. Today, we have Yael Basford, Senior Technical Writer at Akamai. Welcome, Yael, to the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. How are you doing today? Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Fantastic. So, Yael, please help us to understand a little bit more about yourself and how did you come to this uh, exciting journey of documentation and are you still enjoying it? Well, I came a little by accident. I'm a, a trained psychologist. I have a master's in clinical psychology, but I decided not to pursue a career in therapy. And then I was looking for what I can do. And I started as an editor in a research facility, but then I felt that I want to write. I don't want to just um, correct other people's writing. So I was looking for a job that had writing in it. And then um, I saw an ad for a technical writer. They didn't need any experience. They just needed good English and good writing skills. And that's how I started about 10 years ago. Wow, um, that's a, that's a yeah. good, long journey. <laughs> it is, but it's a wonderful journey and I'm really enjoying myself. Great. So I think it's one of the combinations I've not heard before uh, from a psychology to technical writing. So are you still applying that in the current role? Definitely. I mean, when you're a technical writer, you write for users and you need to understand what the user knows already, what the user doesn't know, what the user expects to see, um, and also a lot of learning techniques, you know, how best to present the information and presented for different kinds of learners. You have visual learners and you have learners that need to hear something or need to read text and not see pictures. So it's really always thinking about the user and, and that's psychology in essence. It is, okay, great. So can you help us understand a little bit about your documentation process at Akamai? Um, what teams do you normally get involved in it? Um, I work in a cybersecurity um, team. So it's really important to have um, educational material in addition to step-by-step -step material, meaning explaining concepts, explaining you know, cybersecurity concept and security and computing concepts that have to do with cybersecurity. So we're not just taking the user hand in hand, but we're also trying to educate him and sort of be a single source of truth. So if they're interested in a feature that we have and want, want to understand why we have it or why it's good, I wanna give them that information. So in Akamai, I'm also a technical writer and I'm also a UX writer, which means I write the micro copy, tool tips, warnings, descriptions, calls to action. Um, so those are two, um, two things I do and two lanes that I take. Um, in Akamai, we have a really big global team of technical writers. 
um, which is amazing. It's an amazing resource. We all help each other. We consult with each other. We share information that we've learned. Um, and each team works a little differently. Each team on each product in another place in the world works a little different. Um, what I do is I work with stakeholders. Sometimes I get feedback on existing um, articles from uh, product managers, from customer support, from solution engineers, or from users themselves. And then I implement that feedback and change the documentation. And sometimes I get uh, requests for a whole new article that we've never written before. And then I speak to developers, I speak to the product manager. We work really, really closely together on documenting and getting feedback and making sure that it's understandable. We also use um, feedback from QA, from solution engineers, anyone that has some, uh, some sort of um, interface with users. Um, and for the UX writing, I work with the UX designers, and we actually design together the feature, taking into consideration the way we design with words, which is the UX writing. Great. I'm trying to understand how has your transformation been either from a small team to such a large team? So when I started off, I was the only technical writer in that small company. I had a wonderful manager who really explained everything about how does the software company work and what is SaaS and, uh, and explain what they expect from the technical writing. And I also learned a lot from reading other documentation of, you know, uh, companies in the same field. Um, then I moved on to a team of technical writers in another company. And it, we were five technical writers. And then in another company, we were two. And so, and, and then I was a sole um, technical writer in a startup. But now I'm part of a, a bigger team. So it really varies. And, and each thing has its own uh, advantages and disadvantages. True, true, true. But what do you like the most? Being as part of a big team where you have a lot more collaborations happening or being as a single writer and then forming a team? Um, I prefer being a part of a big team because I still have a lot to learn. I mean, I've, I've been here enough, but there's always more to learn. And so and I was looking for a place where I can be part of a team and I can learn from them and I can share my, my knowledge. Um, but it's also it's a, it's a position that you keep learning all the time. And, and I have a lot to learn still. So I'm happy to be part of a bigger team. So um, in Akamai, we have a really global team of technical writers. We have a lot of offerings, a lot of products, and each product has its own um, set of technical writers. Um, where I am now, we are two technical writers on site, but we're part of that bigger team of technical writers. And uh, is your knowledge base publicly available or is it a private one just uh, ref uh, ref refined to your customers? It's just defined to our customers. Okay, so they don't need to log in to view the contents. Yeah, they have a, they authenticate into the system. Great, great. Now, since you mentioned you've been in the space for around 10 years, what do you think is that one innovation that has just transformed your life as a technical writer to where you are right now? Um, the biggest transformation I felt was our content management system. Um, I've worked in different systems using SharePoint, using Authorit, and then we moved to a more cloud-based uh, content management system. And, and it really felt like it was one step further for us because we could 
implement changes immediately. We didn't have to push changes and then have a server set it up and everything. So um, it's a what you see is what you get kind of a management system that I feel was the biggest innovation that I've seen. Great. So let's move on to the rapid fire round now. Who have you learned the most about documentation from in your career? Well, it was my first manager in the first company. Um, he really taught me a lot about what is expected from documentation, and he pointed me to good documentation to learn from, and he was really there for me from the beginning, and uh, I really appreciate all his help and all his uh, teaching. Great, thank you. Would you like to name him or her? Or uh... Uh, His name is Yossi Benishai. Uh, he's a product manager, um, and he was a wonderful manager, really. That's great. Thank you so much. It does make a lot of difference when you get the right people at the right time to upscale yourself as well, right? Yes. Brilliant. So I'm sure you must be reading a lot of contents in the internet or whatever source you find. So is there anything that you read recently uh, relating to documentation that you think uh, is very good to share with our audience today? It was a blog post by uh, someone from uh, the Wix uh, technical writing guild that's in charge of APIs. And it was a really great blog post um, from someone who's a technical writer who's in charge of API usability on how the technical writer can, um, can add and contribute to usability and where he or she is really involved and needed. So that was really eye-opening. So my last question to you is, what is that one piece of documentation related advice you would give to a 20-year-old self? I would give more advice about how to be a technical writer. And I would say that you have to be inquisitive and humble. Inquisitive because there's always a lot more to learn. You're always learning, you're constantly evolving. And being humble is really important. You're not expected to know everything. So don't try to know everything. You have to be open to other people's advice, to other people's knowledge, and always feel free to ask questions because you're really not expected to know everything. So that, that is something that I would tell the younger me um, to sort of, you know, take a step back and listen to other people's advice and seek other people's advice. Fantastic. Brilliant. So just this not only applies to documentation, right? It could, it's, it's a, it's a very global uh, thought that anybody should have uh, if you want yeah. to make in your career. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Great. So I think we are kind of coming to a conclusion of our podcast, but is there anything that you would like to add before we say bye to the audiences? Is that there are many ways to become a technical writer and, um, and technical writing is a way to get the foot in the door into a high tech company or a big global company. Um, and it's a way for people who are not developers, who are not coders to also take part in software development. And you can get to technical writing from a variety of backgrounds. You can learn technical writing or you can have it as a second career or sort of be sidetracked and find a path to a career that you really love. That's really nice. So especially when it comes to uh, comes from somebody like you who has gone through the journey, it does add a lot of value. Yes. So that's great. It was a it was a great experience talking to you. As I said at the beginning, we I've not heard many people having completely a different career and then moving to the writing writing but that that's kind of helping you a lot i guess so good luck with all your projects and um, more documentation thank you very much take care
Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Knowledge Base Ninjas podcast. Please head to iTunes, rate, and provide honest feedback on the podcast. See you next week.